0: Hey, just so you know, Church on the Beach got rained out today, just as we were getting started into the sermon. And so we're going to meet again next Sunday, and we're going to do that sermon then. However, I didn't want you to think that we'd met, and I'd forgotten to upload the service. And because I'm already doing a video, I thought I'd give you just a short, inspirational video for the week. I want to give you my thoughts on James 5, 7 through 11. Now, I honestly believe, and if you've watched any of my sermons, you know this, that we are living in the days just before the return of Jesus Christ. And there are a few reasons why I believe this, but the surest sign of all is the return of Israel to her land. This is something that's foretold throughout the entire Old Testament, but which is also alluded to in the New Testament. Now, one thing is for sure, the disciples expected there to be a messianic reign of christ on earth the very last thing that they said the last words that they spoke to jesus christ before he ascended were this lord will you at this time restore the kingdom to israel they're asking the question because they believe that that is what is coming and they didn't just pull this out of the wind They knew the scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures, all of the promises made to Israel, and they also had listened to Jesus' teaching, which clearly told of a messianic age which was coming. And Jesus' answer was just as clear. He said, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put under his own authority. He never said, you guys have misunderstood the scriptures or there's not going to be a messianic age or anything like that instead he told them that the times and the seasons for these things was at the direction of the father and that until they came about they were to get about the proclamation of the gospel throughout the new testament and i mean literally from matthew all the way to the book of jude this messianic age is alluded to and the book of revelation after the fourth chapter is directed solely at the nation of Israel all the way up into the 19th chapter when Jesus returns. And when we get to the 20th chapter of Revelation, the millennial reign of Christ is mentioned six times. It's hard to imagine anybody spiritualizing something that says there'll be a thousand-year reign of Christ. But they do. But it is mentioned six times and it's there for a reason. It's to tell us that there really will be a thousand-year reign of Christ on earth. And the clearest... The absolute clearest indication that these things will be fulfilled comes right from Jesus' own mouth. He tells us when he is returning and to whom he is returning to. It will be to Jerusalem, and it will be to his people Israel. It will be when they, as a nation, call on him as Lord. Here's what he said from his own mouth. He said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus was born a Jew. He lived a Jew. He died a Jew. He was resurrected as a Jew, and that will never change. He will always be a Jewish individual. And it is to Israel, his land and his people that he's going to return that's as clear as it could be both from his own mouth and the book of revelation and this will happen only when the seat of government of israel jerusalem calls on him as lord that's what he says from his own mouth so why do i think it's soon there are lots of reasons and i mean all the way through the old testament and the new testament we can make general guesses about when the return of the lord is coming Today, I want to read you one of them, just one. It's a prophecy that's tucked away in the book of James. And then I will explain it to you. After I get done, I hope to see you guys here again next week at Church on the Beach. Participate in a nice sermon and maybe some better weather than we had this morning. It's kind of nice now, but this morning it really wasn't. All right, here we go from James chapter 5. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. He's talking about a harvest that's coming. The, the farmer is waiting for the harvest. And he says, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. Now I can tell you that the land of Israel for the past 2,000 years has had no early and latter rain. It's had rains just sparsely coming down throughout the uh, year, but there were not the set cycles of rain that were, were in Israel during the time that Israel was there. The land was a barren waste. You can read about that right in the book of Innocence Abroad by Mark Twain. You can look at other extra biblical references to show you that Israel was an absolute waste until the Jewish people came back. And then what they did is they started to plant trees and they started to drain the swamps and the environment started to come back into the way it should be. And just as the way the old testament prophesied that water would come from the deserts and that things would bloom and that israel would send fruit to the whole world and these things are happening in our lifetime let's go back to james he says you also be patient establish your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand in other words when you see the early and the latter rains coming to israel again as they now are after these thousands of years of nothing coming down we know that the Lord's return is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. Israel's back in the land and Jesus, he says, I am the door. And in Revelation 4, 1, John has his vision. He says, I looked up and I saw a door open in heaven and a voice said to me, come up here, a picture of the rapture. Jesus is standing at the door at this time in human history, waiting to call the church home and waiting for the world to come as is predicted in the book of Revelation against the nation of Israel. And Joel clearly says that God is going to bring all of the nations of the earth down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. And there he's gonna judge them for the way that they treated his people and the way they divided his land. And what are we trying to do right now in the world? We're trying to divide his land. And that is going to come, it's going to happen. The tribulation is gonna come about because of that. We're gonna have these great battles and these great judgments because of Israel because God's covenant promises to his unfaithful people. And someday they will recognize him as Lord and they will call on him as savior. What did it say back there? He said, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. When he said that, that's going back to what I read you from Matthew earlier. The Jewish people will quote from the Psalms, Baruch habba Bashem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of Jehovah or Yahweh. Yes, Jesus is God incarnate and he loves his people. He will never break his covenant with them, even despite their unfaithfulness. That's made clear through both testaments of the Bible. And when he returns, it will be to Israel. But we have these sure signs, such as are in the book of James, where it says the latter, the early and latter rains are gonna return to Israel. The farmer waits patiently, and then the judge is standing at the door. Verse 10, my brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord, as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed to endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. He's compassionate and merciful to his people that are proclaiming the gospel now. He's going to take them home at the rapture and he is compassionate and he is merciful to his wayward people, Israel. And they will call on him as Lord and savior. And when that happens, I gotta tell you what, He will come back and he will restore Israel and there will be a thousand year reign of Christ the prophets predicted the return of Israel go back to Ezekiel go back to the book of Daniel they said that he was coming back and they pinpointed the exact time 907,200 days after they were originally exiled And then Jerusalem fell 19 years after the original exile. And how long was it? It was 19 years after the recapture of Israel in 1948 or the reestablishment of Israel that they recaptured Jerusalem 19 years later or 907,200 days after the fall of Jerusalem. These are things that we can't deny. The Lord is coming and he has got his people back in the land according to his own word as a setup for the end times and we need to be ready for that yes i believe the judge is standing at the door and he is going to open that door he's going to call his church home and he is going to bring us to glory as we watch from heaven the the events of the tribulation period and then he will return and we will follow him on horses coming back to save the people of israel when they call on him as lord and savior let's remember to pray for israel Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Sha'alu shalom Yerushalaim. Because when there is peace in Jerusalem, it will be because Jesus Christ is sitting on the throne, reigning from his throne of peace over all the nations of the earth and how great that day will be. So be of good cheer. Remember to come back next week. We'll get this week's sermon done next week. And uh, we'll have another exciting adventure of Church on the Beach for you. But until then, just keep on praising the Lord. Know that he has a good plan and a purpose for you. If he's done this for his wayward people, Israel, he'll do the same for you. So when you fall, when you, you know, step wrong, when you have troubles in your life and you think that you've lost God's favor, just humble yourself before him, confess your sins, get back on your feet and press on in the power and the strength of Jesus Christ and his glory. And it's in his name, We make our prayers. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he is God of gods. He's the Lord of lords and the King of kings. And thank you that he is faithful even to his unfaithful people and he will never break his promise to them. We pray for Israel. We pray for the land and the people and we pray that you come soon, O Lord, for your church. And then when we return, we pray that all things will be just glorious as you rule from your earthly throne in Jerusalem for a thousand years before the final the final dispensation comes where we are in your presence for all of eternity, walking on streets of gold in the new Jerusalem. We thank you for that. We love you. We praise you. We hail you in Jesus' name. Amen.